Today's chat is brought to you by the support of all our Twitch subscribers. Through the patronage you provide the Focus Fire chat team through the Twitch platform, we are able to provide you with the weekly podcast as well as the website and other aspects of Focus Fire chat. If you have any interest in becoming a subscriber of the FFC and gaining access to some exclusive features over in the Discord server, please be sure to visit our Twitch account and click on the subscribe button. If you're an Amazon Prime member, remember that you do have a free subscription to Twitch every month that can be used for this. And for those of you who are already subscribers, thank you again for your generosity. You may have heard the whispers of guardians gathering in the shadows, exploring the mysteries of this world and the worlds which surround us. We are all in search of truth. Sometimes we need to focus that search. Focus that fire! And so we come together! Welcome to Focused Fire Chat! Welcome to Focus Fire Chat, recorded live on June 19th, 2020, over on twitch.tv slash focusfirechat. As always, want to give a big shout out to our live chat here with us tonight. Thank you so much for joining us once again. This week's episodes are going to be a chance for the team to weigh in on their initial thoughts of this new season, Season of the Arrival, or Season of Arrivals. Sorry, I keep wanting to put The Arrivals, but it's not. Um, This particular episode will serve as what we have come to call the intro session of the week's explorations, so we will probably be breaking this into a... The intro session will probably be more focused on mechanics and like our thoughts on the gameplay and stuff, which I know lore podcasts, mechanics, probably not too too meshing with what you've come to assume from us uh the advanced session will be where we jump into what we have seen so far of the lore and and it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one before we go any further however let's run through a quick introduction of who we have with us on the show as always this is your host blue crew 86 and this is the infinitely enraged (laughs) green-eyed music lover Strap in, boys and girls. Mama bear triggered. <laughs> yes. So, as of what was it? A few hours ago? It wasn't even that long ago. What's? Jeez. There was a two hours ago. That's all that. All long. Wow. Uh, I that mean, thing blew up fair, fast. Yeah. To be fair, oh. it has been going on for a very long time. Obviously. Correct. But two hours ago on Twitter, there was a revelation made about a particular streamer who has been very inappropriate and harassed multiple women. And it started out with one, Jules, and then it snowballed into this huge avalanche of women coming forward saying that Lono or Say No to Rage had done this, done that, done this to me, done that to me. And the amazing thing that the community did, there were some bad stuff. There's a lot of bad stuff on those threads, too. But the amazing thing that the community did, the community rallied around them and helped hold them up and not villainize them, vilify, there we go, that's the actual word, not vilify them for saying their story. And it's incredibly important that the community did that. Not only did normal community members you guys who are listening people on twitter that are just always on twitter people who are in our live chat not only did you guys rally around them but also bungie rallied around them it wasn't just bungie cosmo yeah cosmo dmg um deej 
all three of them rallied behind him. Rare Drop came out, Gathalion came out and said that Rare Drop had basically done everything in their power, except like they could not legally pre- prevent him from coming to the event, but they basically made it as difficult as possible for him to be considered a content creator. He was re- re- um, revoked content creator privileges and all sorts of things with that. And then the uh, sponsorship that two. Say No to Rage has. Two of them have now. Two? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't see the second uh, one. Just the last hour. I saw the first one. Just the last hour. Okay. They have both withdrawn their sponsorships of him, which is a huge, huge, huge thing that it happened so very quickly. And it's a important thing that these women had, in a lot of ways, um, corroborators within the community who allowed them to hold their story until they were ready to say it. Because I can say as a person who has gone through not only sexual harassment, but also um, it's not necessarily PG and I'm sorry for that, Jay, nope, but nope. it's, but also going through rape as well. And it's important to be able to come to it in your own time, in your own terms. Yes. You can bring up the issues early, early on and try to protect yourself from whatever or whomever it is, but the the ability to process it is incredibly important. So it was very I'm very proud of those community members who allowed them to do that. I know uh, Dr. Lupo was also one of those who had mentioned that he had known about it from the beginning. Goth knew about it from the beginning. It's I'm very proud of those guys. Now here's my call to action for you guys. For those of you who are rallying around, awesome. Women, too, rallying around. Everyone stays together. But here's the big, big but. This is only one instance. This is only one time. Not necessarily one time in a series of things. Obviously, it's just it's just say no to rage right now. But this thing happens so very often in the world where women are put into positions and men, too. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. There are plenty of men who get put into positions, whether or not they are gay men or straight men, get put into positions that they are not comfortable in. Women, men, if you are ever in that position where you see something like that happening, stand up for them then. Do not turn away. If you, Especially if you see a guy just being very creepy and you see a woman or another guy or whoever is getting hit on look uncomfortable... Don't let that friend or acquaintance or even stranger do that, because if you can break that initiation, it'll stop it before it turns so much worse. So please don't let this event that happened in the two, three hours that it's been end there. Please take that forward. That is my mama bear, please pleading for you guys to do something about it. Because there's too many people out there who get hurt every day. So many community leaders, myself included, have been raped. It is a thing that happens. It is not a good thing. It is not a happy thing. But it is a thing that happens. And no, I did not ask for it. I was drugged. And I had friends with me. And guess which friends did not stand up for me? That being said, thank you for what you are doing. But do not be complacent. Okay, I am done. 
So season of the arrivals. I don't. I don't. I don't really have a segue. Like I, there's yeah, there's, there's no not. really clever there's... segue out of that. So just no, there's not. You'll for you listeners will forgive me for just letting that be its thing. And I mean, I think for what it's worth, um, you know, like Chat's saying right now, you know, our condolences to to everyone. You know, whether or not it's involved in this situation. Or other situations, it's never, never acceptable, and it's never. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know how to put into words the, the feeling that it like gives me, because I, especially people that I am close to, when I find out stuff about this thing, um, it's very, very tough for me to to process it from from a bystander's point. I can't even imagine, like, I can't even imagine that. So, you know. I think one of the other really cool things is the number of very big creators out there, uh, not just content creators, but like there's been publishers and stuff and whatnot who have come out and basically said, hey, look, if something's happening and you were at an event and, <clears throat> you know, we're at a bar, I, th- I can't remember who it was. It was one of the comic book artists from, uh, mm-hmm. I think it was DC, but he basically said, look, Here's here's my open invitation. If someone is making you uncomfortable and you see me, just come up and say and he gave like a uh I think it was like swordfish or something like he basically gave out a code word and he's like just say you know say this and I will immediately be like, "Oh yeah, just sit down with me and we'll have a conversation." Like we will I will I will rudely butt into anything to make sure that this oh, doesn't yeah. happen. And that's and that's the thing is like I, I you know what you were saying about breaking the the initiation cycle i think that's a huge component Mm -hmm. it really is because a lot of the times a lot of times these things start in a social setting Mm -hmm. it doesn't start in a hotel room that's not where it starts it starts in a social setting and there are almost always people around. So when you see somebody in an uncomfortable position, or if you are yourself in an uncomfortable position, figure out a a buddy essentially there, or have somebody that you can trust there with you. I do not drink in excess anymore in public. I do not drink hardly at all anymore because of my whole ordeal myself. So there are... There are steps that you can personally do and it will change your life. But having people out there, if you're at a convention, there are multiple people out there who have your back. Mm -hmm. I know that um, Isakol has offered herself as a way to interact or intervene if she needs to, if you DM her. Like That's really hard to do in a convention setting because of the amount of people there. But have somebody there who can be that person for you to help break that cycle and get you out of there because if you're uncomfortable you do not you do not owe that person who is talking to you and making you feel uncomfortable anything you do not owe them politeness you do not owe them uh, the time of day if they are making you uncomfortable you can tell them to write off yeah and i think the thing a lot of times when like from from my experience not not having gone through that particular thing but seeing like uncomfortable certain i i hate social situations so for what it's worth if you catch me in a social situation and you need me to step in i'm more than happy to use that as an excuse to get out of the social situation um because i don't like social situations uh but 
I think a lot of times what you just said there that strikes my for my my purpose is that people are so focused on making sure that they don't come across offensive. It's like, guys, follow your gut instinct. If you feel uncomfortable around somebody, it, it you're you're not you're not feeling that for for no reason. Like, except for me because I don't feel comfortable around anybody. But I'm okay with that. But like. If you're in a social situation, Lies. well, if you're in a social situation and you feel like you need to get out, get out. Like that's that's I know it sounds stupid, yep. but that's what basically it boils down to is like follow your gut. Even if I mean, it's okay to be rude to people if your gut is telling you to get out of there. I don't know how if if you need my permission, that's it for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah. I think Blue and I both would agree that if you run into us in a convention and you need Abs- help in absolutely. a situation, either one of us no questions asked. would be able to help. Granted, that means you have to know what we look like and not just listen to our voice. So Though follow we have us on been, Twitter. We have, been fo- we have been found out by our voices before. That was an interesting, that is true. That is an interesting that was, experience. That was. Anyway, let's go ahead and move um, beyond this a little bit and talk about a different... Yes, let's talk about something. Hot topic. Let's talk about something much more fun and much more amazing. Is this uh, this season? I th- I believe Chat has deemed it the season of Blue enjoying Destiny, which is accurate. Yes, yeah. It's only taking so, eleven. Blue, so far. <laughs> what what season level are you are on? Uh, what season level are you on at the moment? Twenty three. Okay, so I am at season level thirty five. But I had I say, saved up bounties. I was about to say, you, you preloaded bu- bounties, right? Mm-hmm. So you have played about as much Destiny as I have, if not more, this season. And that's saying something. <laughs> Listen. Because I play a lot. Listen. I so I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Part of part of part of the reason is given the environment of the world. Um, you know, we have, I have been with my job, I've a been super lucky and super blessed to a still have a job. Um, but B because of the nature of what I do is more programmatic. Like I basically create and design programs for a financial company. And so what we do is we, we basically code all day. We're not really required to be at any particular uh, physical location location and so mm-hmm. we're when when this whole thing went down um it was basically we literally we were we were in the office and literally our manager came out and said okay pack up you're going home and we were kind of like wait are you are you still like we had been joking about it so we were kind of like are you serious like what's going on and she was like nope you going home we will contact you uh when we find out you know when when you can expect to be back and that was at the start of March. So I have been working from home 100% since then. And our, my, my, like our entire team has, actually. Um, and so what that means is that all the time that I have been you know, driving to and from the office and everything like that, it's, it's really been dedicated to either working or you know, just I've, I've, I have a lot more free time. Um, not to say mm-hmm. that it's like super free, but it's also really easy if we're like on conference calls that we're just sitting there, you know, talking about stuff 
if we get on and you know pick up bounties or you know get on and do like minor things like a lot of stuff that normally would take you know 20 minutes 30 minutes throughout the night you can do during the day and be done so it, like that has eliminated and presented an opportunity of putting a very efficient process for me to get stuff um that being said you know i'm not gonna lie when green messaged me and she was like so you getting the season title i was like i never get season titles so i don't care about them she's like look at what it is it's freaking forerunner like i'm like i i don't even i don't even have like i think the first thing i did was i messaged pins and i was like pins you getting this <laughs> like, mm-hmm. i'm like i'm like god bless it now i gotta figure out what all this stuff is and I think by the time mm-hmm. I got done figuring out what was required, I was, was like, you know, I've invested freaking six hours figuring out what in, what in the hell I'm supposed to do to get it. Um, it felt like, you know, at this point, I might as well just chase it. And, you know, there's, I will be honest, I, I have set aside specific benchmarks to try to get it. And if it works, that's awesome. If it doesn't work, because we have things, you know, coming up, um, then it won't work. But I think that I, I think the other thing that has come into is that it's finally gotten to the point where my play style has aligned with the way destiny or the way Bungie wants you to play destiny. Um, mm-hmm. So, which it's, it's really funny because when I look at all the complaints out there, it's like, well, it's like they're, it's like they're saying, this is how we want you to play. I'm like, yeah, that's what I've been saying for, I don't know how long at this point. It's like, I mean, you just it's it's the it's the downside of a game. Look, you know, it's it's a system. It's a closed system. You have to have certain things, and that's just the way it is. And I just, yeah, I, I mean, like last season was not the, in my opinion, was not the best. Uh, it was better than the season before, for from my perspective, because I didn't appreciate mm-hmm. the the requirements. I think that the choices that they've made for like the public event is is pretty interesting um the other thing is is like it doesn't it doesn't take forever because they put a force timer on it like mm-hmm. and so that to me makes it where i was telling i was telling green before you know it's it's interesting to me because like you you don't have like you don't have like mediocre teams that join on public event you either have a team that knows like what they're doing and they get their i mean it's locked down and like you know i try to play i once i find a group like that i try to just like puppy dog around with them because it's like you guys want to do more like <laughs> um or you have teams who are like what's a public event i'm like god ah, just right. go go stand over there um which i think is not unique to this season though but i don't know like i just i've had a lot more fun it feels like it's a much more open to uh being able to choose i will be honest the the simplicity of the i can never remember what it is but the the ramshackle decoder which i love umbral decoder that one it's it's mm-hmm. it's the ramshackle krypton why, why did you call it why did you call it the ramshackle because when i first saw it i was like oh that's funny that's the person who tells us all the information about destiny and then it was like no that's not oh I don't know. My brain my brain associates very odd things. I hope she hears this. Um I think she made the joke the, too. I think she even made she the She probably point. did. I'm like 
She probably did. Uh, it's just, I don't know. Like, and, and the thing is, is like with the Drifter, I've never been like super, super interested in, like, I've been interested in his story, but I've never like felt like, oh yeah, Gambit, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, which most people know. Um, I think there's a running gag somewhere on the Twitterverse about how the new public event is forcing me to play Gambit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I I think that like the way mm-hmm. that they have they have brought a lot of the loose ends together to form the the reasoning behind this season has been really well done. Um, I think it's Julie Naren is the one that is the the lead the lead. Um, just the narrative has been, which we'll talk about you know next se- or next episode um next season next we'll season. talk about yeah, we'll talk season. about next season yeah. yeah whenever i get a chance to finally digest the copious amounts of i tweeted it or i was messaging gee and i was like man this new lore is great and i turned around and you're like hey look there's web lore and i was like gee you're killing me <laughs> you have to give me some time for my brain to process this stuff before yeah, you kill it's... me with that more stuff there's so much going on this season with that. And that's not even like the web lore ties into next season too. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> but as far as like the mechanics of things that have changed, right? So we have the Umbral Decoder, which you mentioned, the Ramshackle Decoder. Mm-hmm. That's fun. I love the voice the lines. Oh my god, did you see Elliot? Elliot's like three hours. Like, no, 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 no. I'm like, no. I told my wife about that. She's like, why? I'm like, why not? She's just like, I I can't. Just go away. You know why? You know you wanna know why? Tell Anna this. Bongo cat. That's why. Because people are sadist. Oh my lord. Uh no, the I love the lines on it because it very much so has that kind of claptrap Borderlands <laughs> feel to it. It's like Raul. It's just nice. But better. <laughs> There's some lines that, like, I would. I tweeted out a, po- a photo the other day because my hair being so long, a, a Drifter-themed photo, and I looked up the new voice lines. I'm like, none of these sound safe. <laughs> like, every single one of them was not suitable for was that work why you except for the me all one. Them? They're like they're, you're like all of these out of context are bad. Yes. <laughs> Drifter is a dirty dirty old man. Um Umbral Decoder has some of the best lines for that by the way. If you need pickup lines, Drifter's got you covered. <sighs> but uh yeah, no, that's really cool. I do love the ability to focus your engrams. I think that's actually what that other thing or prismatic recaster. Yeah, prismatic recaster. That's be. the one. So that is brilliant mm-hmm. because it's the it takes the menagerie style building of what you yes. want. Yeah. Simplifies it and is just like, hey, do you want a intellect focused umbral engram? It has these things inside of it. You get a chance for either an arm, a chest piece, a headpiece, or feet. Well, because I was reading, you can focus it down pretty far, can't you? Oh yeah, um, some of them I will mean, focus it to give you kind of two you options. Right now, but um, yeah, so edge focus umbral engram is either the bow for this season or the sword. Oh god, the, the bow! <laughs> I love the bow. It is. It's- it's 
it's a hideous looking, but it's fun to use. <laughs> if you get I if, wanna... if you get in trouble on Titan, you can surf your way out. You know, honestly, I think that Link could use it in uh, uh, Breath of the Wild <laughs> as a surfboard because it is big enough. Let me tell you, I was riding around with it on the tower, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> This thing yeah. is you'll knock somebody out with it. Uh-huh. It's as tall as Wishender, mm-hmm. but way... Yeah, you can't, um, I couldn't even see my s- hunter with it when he was Mm-mm. running around with it. It was like... It's airplane wings. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it and it's the fun to shoot. That, and it, it it's like yes. I don't I don't know. Like I know I know they they tweak sandbox all the time. So like I but I usually mm-hmm. I usually you know you know me. I don't pay attention to most of it. But like to me, and I was talking to you a little bit about this. Like there's been I know this is kind of a contentious subject, but the the weapons having a cap means that like they've been recycling a couple of the weapons into the season. Um, mm-hmm. Like, but like I got a. a a night watch just like the scout the scout rifles as a whole actually have been really much more fun to use um mm-hmm. that and hand cannons are actually i'm actually using hand cannons which is beyond my understanding of what's happening just wait till you get into sidearms no i i don't i mean i will You'll, try i'll try them again i i should try one i should try the here's one for you <laughs> because here's one that you should try you ready it feels like a hand cannon. Here's the one you should try. Enigma's Draw. Enigma's Draw? Okay. I'll try mm-hmm. I'll try to find one. I'll be that honest, one, I see I, I see side can or see sidearms and I immediately dis- dismantle them. A lot of people do. That one actually feels like a pocket it's a future war cult weapon, by the way. Mm-hmm. It feels like a pocket last word. It's hmm. a little bit Okay. Little bit less uh less distance obviously than the last word but it it hits hard well they added it's a nice little did they add they added a couple new sidearms right this season or are they all uh, I can, I, like i said i don't there was usually. one last season i don't remember if there's one this season i can look real quick um i see auto rifle fusion combat bow sword pulse rifle and sword so no okay not not seasonal weapons. Oh it may God, be just a rehash sword. of it, but freaking oh, dark drinker. Which one? Guillotine. Dark drinker. Yeah. Oh I think, man. I think it's, that's called guillotine. It's, yeah. It's it's, it's uh, no the guillot- I thought the guillotine was the surfboard sword. There's one that is Temptation basically took. that's what it was. Yeah. So there's one that's essentially the arc sword from D1 that shoots the bolts, the arc bolts. Oh I yeah. Remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. I have and the then one... Dark Drinker is the or, other no, one. Yeah, that's the one I have. Is Temptation's Edge? I think is the Arc Bolt one. Like it'll throw disc. Yeah, it'll yeah. throw a disc out. It's fun. Bolt caster. Yeah, Thank you, yeah, Killhorn. Yeah, yeah. All or, I know is I yeah. I was using it and I, I like I said I don't I don't pay attention to perks, which is my own thing. I just I'm a I'm not super. Inve- I find guns that I like and I just kind of stick with them. Which is going to be annoying because I'm gonna, that means I'm going to have to find new guns because they're going to sunset them, which is fine. I'm not like I know that sounds like I'm moaning about it, but it's actually. Can I give you? It's good my for two me. cents on that. It's good for me. It forces me to do. Can I something? What's up? Here's my two cents on that. So the night watch, the one that you just got that you absolutely love, mm-hmm. that was your baby back in year one. No, that was midnight. No. Uh, 
No, my midnight, uh, nameless, nameless midnight. midnight. I still have that gun, by the way. Yeah. I have I have been slaving away getting that thing updated. <laughs> that thing's a tank, is what that thing is. I mean, right. And there's some weapons that are just super, super easy to use. Like, you'll be able to continually, continually use Nameless Midnight. Mm-hmm. They're not getting rid of your gun, your baby. What they're doing is you can't use it in in in-game is the only... It's just the in-game stuff, In-game right? content. Yeah. Right. So... You may, like, I have to find a new uh, replacement for my dust rock, because that one's going to go away. Okay, so I meant I meant but, to send you this, but I was, I'm, I'm curious on your thoughts. They have been doubling down a lot on, like, dust rock aesthetics. Have you, am, am I the only one who's noticed that? Like, I haven't seen a lot of people talking about that, but there has been, like, two ornaments now for dust rock recently. Has there? I didn't even notice. It's a... It's a super popular gun. It's I, yeah, the more, I guess, one of the most be- popular shotguns in okay, PvP. Maybe it's just because it's so popular. But I was like, I was trying to figure out. I'm like, why is it such a? I don't know. I don't use shotguns, so that's that's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I think it's going to be a good thing in the long run because it's it is going to change up some play styles. I even after Dust Rock kind of got nerfed a bit. Sorry, I did not really play. We just finished a heroic event and like. 10 seconds oh nice. we have four titans that's why <laughs> you got super confused i was really confused i was like he just got summoned why is he already dead were they all running sentinel i think i know at least two of them were because i see two bubbles right now <laughs> oh weapons of yeah. light yeah Sorry, like I, had I, like I was saying like this public event, earlier like, with you that. either get a team that just melts things or you get a team that's like, what's a boss? <laughs> right? Well, some people, I don't know, some of the supers are more ad control. Some of the supers are oh, yeah, better for solo boss. And Titans have the some of the best boss supers you can get, even with the bubble, because you get weapons of light, which buffs everything. I don't know. I just, this season, as far as the mechanics of how the season works, I do like the recaster level up system. Mm-hmm. I do think it's smart. Um, smart that you can basically, if you wanted to, I think you could still technically do it. Delete a character, start a new character, do the weeklies, upgrade it, delete the character. You don't even do have to again. delete the character. You can. No, no, ah, no. I've been running. I've been running all three of my characters because uh, your weekly mm-hmm. is character based. It's not uh, account based. Right. Oh yeah, that's what. Right, but that's what I've been doing. I, there's somebody who's completely finished the upgrade because oh, he was deleting yeah, the character over that. and over. I don't, that's that's way too much investment. <laughs> right. Like I figured, I figured what out is... like because basically I figured out the the experience that's needed for it, and I was like, oh, if you run all three characters, that's guaranteed three thousand. Uh, what is it? Twisted materials or whatever, and mm-hmm. no, and you get some in the season pass too. Every right. Once yeah. In a while. And and this is the thing I was telling Pins the other night was the other thing is I think it's the uh, Umbral Mastery one gives you kickback mm-hmm. to Twisted Energy every time you. Uh, decrypt things so like i actually just got a rank just from decryption just recently that's how nice. that's how i finished the second row was i would have i should have only gotten i should have still have one left but because i had mm-hmm. that was the first thing i bought so basically everything that i've been decrypting since then has been 
kickback into that because well and especially awesome. now they have it where it's automatically applying it which is really funny because mm-hmm. you'll do something and it's like go pick up your ingram i was like what did i what did i do <laughs> i don't know okay yeah. <laughs> i go pick up my ingram but um yeah like i i just i figured it out and i was like oh it's gonna be three weeks basically i was like okay whatever yeah if you do all three characters, it should take about three, maybe a little bit longer weeks to finish it. And you don't even have to do the weeklies on all the other stuff. I am literally only doing weekly, um, what are they called, the bounties specifically for the recaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Purge Darkness. Well, those are, are the, the only weekly ones. bounties for that. Yeah, those are the only ones that will give you Twisted Energy. The other ones right, give you... Right, but if you're doing other bounties, oh, like yeah. Crucible and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you'll get... Um, the higher level gear too you'll get a gear drop yeah but it won't necessarily be for that leveling it won't take long to finish it if you're doing it legitimately that kind of irked me a little bit when i saw that which kicked off the whole debate if you remember last week (laughs) of afk farming so so yeah i guess i guess i am curious what your what your opinion of that was if you are afk farming and you're doing it in a way that is not going to interfere with somebody who's legitimately trying to play the game. I don't care. I do think that you are a big baby later in the season when you start complaining that there's not enough to do because you essentially you wasted your $10 for the season essentially by putting your controller on a rubber band and running the forge over and over and over Mm -hmm. because you're basically taking out all that experience that you would have gotten from doing all the different weeklies and bounties on other things to level up. You took it out in an AFK farm because you wanted to get there fast. That is my only beef. So if you are an AFK farmer and you're somebody who's just a dedicated player who doesn't care about like just rehashing the same content till the end of the season and you're you're just going to do it that way. Good on you. I don't care. I AFK'd farm four times during the forge. Like I only ran four forges just to see how it worked partially. And also I wanted to get a few engrams, but it was really boring and I felt like I was cheating. So I was like, whatever, don't want to do it anymore. But I'm glad Bungie patched it. There are other ways to get umbral engrams super fast, super fast out there. Blue found one the other day. Mm-hmm. But if you aren't hurting somebody's gameplay and you're not going to be a big baby at the end of the season, do what you want. I don't care. Yeah, my only my only like opinion on it was when I figured out that it transcends into also leveling up other things. I was like, okay, I can mm-hmm. see why this is kind of this can be perceived as Cheating. as unfair to other players. Um, I know a lot of people are like, oh, budgie, but it's like, okay, but you have to understand that like, it's not just getting engrams. Uh, and this is more to people who are complaining. It's, it's also you're, you're bypassing the leveling system because like what I was just saying, if you got the perk on the umbral mastery, every engram that you're getting is also leveling up your recaster. And so it's not, it's not just that you're getting more loot. It's you're actually bypassing the leveling system of one of the main components of the season. And I was like, as soon as I kind of as soon as I connected those dots, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I was like, OK, that, I get why they kind of weighed in a little bit quicker. Ooh, someone just tethered um, why they weighed in a little bit quicker on it, because I was like, yeah, OK, that makes more sense. And I can see like yep. 
having then figured that out, then looking at that, I was like, uh, it kind of does. It's kind of annoying and makes me like roll my eyes a little bit. Um, because I mean, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, it, to me, it's also, that's way too much forethought, forethought for a video game. Like I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy the game and I'll just enjoy the game, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. which is why I've kept playing it for as long as I have, you know, it, it's, but I, I totally do. Again, after I got, after I figured out that logic, I was like, mm, mm-hmm, I got you. I'm on the same page. Yeah. You know what, though? There are some really good um, ways to still get Umbral Engrams. Oh, I know strikes are a pretty decent way to do it. You can just run through the strikes. Nightmare hunts nightmare, are the really popular one right hunts, now. Nightmare hunts, man. You can, like, I think the longest nightmare hunt, I was, I was, I was getting about one, I was getting at least one per nightmare hunt the other day. I, it's kind of dropped since then. I don't know if that was, a, I don't know if that was RNG or what, but, um, like, I, I got... I got Nightmare Hunts, the one-time Escalation Protocol. Once you hit rank 5 on EP, it oh, like, yeah. you just, you're drowning in Umbrals. Like, it's ridiculous. Because basically, it felt like every major yellow bar you kill in Escalation, after, I think it was rank, f- or after level 5, uh, it just, there were Ingram, Ingram, Ingram. It was like, I'm like, I, I was running out of space to carry them. It was so bad. Mm-hmm. Which I know it's like, this is like the epitome of a destiny first world problem right i'm like it's one of those things they replaced the two blues and a oh yeah whatever that that whole meme with umbrals and it's like like the community is like what i i I don't know like i i mean and i and i get it like i i mean and that's not to say that there aren't like hiccups that are going on like i i totally i've i've made my own complaints about some of the bugs uh mostly because i am now like very very closely tracking the triumphs that i've gotten because i'm going after this title i'm like it's bugged it won't give me credit it's like the uh yeah the uh level and then the the one that's currently i'm kind of nervous about is the heavy hitter one because like that was the whole thing it it does seem like that one is slightly time gated because it's per week uh as far as the heroic event boss and the problem well it'll it'll cycle through again right but i mean it's just it it basically adds an additional week to the the content or the uh the requirement and you know again Mm -hmm. i can see i can see that being a a point of contention with people i mean it is what it is Uh, as far as like the actual event though i'm 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 having a blast with it like it's been really fun it's really refreshing. Like I said, it, it the time limit helps uh, make it a lot more enjoyable. And so, so, oh yeah, I sorry, I'm just enjoying watching you use Mobius Clipper. <laughs> I think that was like six that, or seven shots. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Welcome to Bottom Tree. It's actually a boss melter. Oh my god. Um, Blue has not used Mobius Quiver since they buffed it, guys. I, I haven't. No, I haven't used Mobius Quiver since like Taken King. To be honest, I like I used Mobius yeah. Quiver then, but then as soon as Orpheus Rig came out with Destiny Two, I was like, wait, what? And then they they kind of nerfed them back in a while. But I just I like Orpheus Rigs, and they really it really boosts Top Tree. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what I actually enjoy about this event more than anything. You do not have to throw any <laughs> balls 
You just have to carry one. There's n- no, you just well, yeah, and the that's blue. fine. Like yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind carrying something to dunk into a particular location, but there's not going to be a moment where I throw the thing and hit some titan in the back of the head because oh, you decided to jump randomly. Like how many times did that happen during yeah. last season? Like it's just. I think my problem. My, I think it's a smarter event. My problem with last season was I think it was it. I think they tried. I think they overstepped the complexity of it. Um, mm-hmm. because like, to be fair, I never completed one of the, the second round things because yeah, like, when they beca- changed it, because mm-hmm. I, you know, I, and part of that is my, my fault. I, I play solo and uh, that's, that's, you know, I've, I've said before, I completely understand that's not the intended process, but like, you know, I think that's what makes this event so much more fun for me is because you can go in it as a solo cure and it it really doesn't detract from it. It actually, I mean, it, sometimes you have to get, sometimes it's a little frustrating, but for the most mm-hmm. part, it's like, it's not as dependent on like you, if your group messes up like once or twice, it's not like, oh, well, wipe and do it again. It's yeah. okay, well, if you have like one or two people who are really good, they can carry you know they can they can legit like they won't be able to do it by themselves necessarily i'm not saying that's not soloable but like if you have one or two higher than average players they can redeem the group whereas with the the was it the seraph towers it felt like unless everyone was perfect it just right. wasn't going to get past like that second phase and I, I tried I like three or four think... times and I was just like, I, I got defeated by the event itself. Like the mechanics was just like, yeah. I'm like I, I don't have, there are more productive uses of my time in game than trying to chance into a group of perfect players for this. Sure. The thing that I like about this one is that the difficulty comes in not because of how many ads there are, but because you have to have the unstoppable mod you have to have somebody with an overload mod you have to have somebody with the anti-barrier mods and it's it's highly encouraged to have more than just one person with one of each it makes the event go much much smoother that way you can do it without it but it makes it super challenging then and it just encourages you to use the mechanics that Bungie is really starting to teach and that was one of the things that i think i was really not necessarily harping on you, but like trying to teach you is that the mods for the seasons are there to help make the season events go much faster. And this season's mods are no different. Mm -hmm. There are a ton of different things that are going to help that you can get from the recaster or correct though. I will be, I will step in on that because that is a point of confusion that I have seen a lot of people Mm -hmm. being made the seasonal mods oh, that are yeah. being tracked by the Triumph are not the seasonal mods from the Artifact. They are the seasonal Correct. mods, which are also called seasonal mods, but they are the seasonal mods from mm-hmm. the Recaster, which mm-hmm. I have not used any of the seasonal mods from the Recaster uh, just yet, but because I like I like the Artifact mods because, like you were saying, they have, like, the, what is it, the the shield break and the, the what is it, overflow mm-hmm. and... Um, I can't overload, uh, overload and, and then I can't anti barrier. Those are really fun for me. Um, I like because mm-hmm. they they actually like when you. Oh my gosh! I will be honest when you when you have like the uh, 
the shield break and someone pop like one of those things pops and it like disorients it that is a i, I mm-hmm. love that that sense of like it's a good that's feeling. right i gotcha <laughs> like I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie that's right i stunned i you. got him yeah um like I, I love that. Um, but I do, I do. That was part of my confusion was because like I was unlocking them with the uh, like I just did that. Um, I was unlocking them on the artifact, and it wasn't tracking on the triumph thing. And at first, I was like, okay, is this another bug thing? And then I realized, no, it's it's not those seasonal mod of mods. It's these seasonal mods. And I was like, I mm-hmm. I did have a bit of an eye roll at that point. Right. Which I that is one thing I think they could do with explanation a bit better, because this was one of the things that drove me crazy during Guardian games is that bounties were not clear. Same things happening with the the triumphs. Some of the triumphs are a little unclear Mm -hmm. because not everything has a unique name in the game anymore. We have seasonal mods that are based around last season. It was all the mods that you got from Rasputin. Right. This season, it's from the recaster. Which you is also fine, have artifact but then mods. you need to it's, like be like you know right because I think call, doesn't call it doesn't, out a bit more yeah doesn't Banshee have his own seasonal mods too? Uh, Banshee does have rotating mods. I don't know if they're considered seasonal, seasonal okay. though. But the other thing that drives me crazy is that could you imagine right now being New Light and coming into oh, this? I, it's my brother, much so my more is, complicated. My brother's going to be joining again. He's like, all right, oh, I'm gonna no. try. He's, he's well, and he's like, his biggest his biggest complaint was the load times, which I mean, they've right. kind of gotten better. Um, eh, depends. They're better on PlayStation and PC. Yeah, they're they're not they're not as bad as they were on Xbox either. It's just mm-hmm. it's it depends on what you're running into. Like you know, it's I know sure. they I know they switched to what is it skill based matchmaking. I know that was a contention the other yep. day. Like, I don't, well, I don't no, care. no, no. They mench- they switched from from skill based matchmaking oh, into yes. connection based matchmaking. Yes. I know people were like, "Ow, I just got smushed." Um, mm-hmm. I know people were kind of whatever about that. So, like, I, I haven't I haven't played too much Crucible uh, this season. Um, so I, I haven't I can't weigh in on the connection times. I know that was kind of a point of pain for last season. Was the the I. The the joke was not unfounded that you could queue into a match and I would literally be able to go do something else in the house mm-hmm. and walk back and still have time to like be here and do I, it was oh, it yeah. was it was a little ridiculous. Um, yeah, it it still has a little bit of that, but there is some Bungie does build in time, so that is one thing that mm-hmm. you should that everyone should remember that they do build in a cooldown time because. Just like with uh, revive times, there's actually a philosophy behind that to help the player reset so they are not continually raging when they spawn in, like mayhem tends to be. <laughs> See, I um, love mayhem, but you are one of the few. I, well, I'm also a big fan of You're super also fiesta, a hunter. so I also love yeah. super fiesta. So I recognize. You're also a hunter. Uh huh. <laughs> You recognize the pain that other people go through? No. Um, I enjoy PvP. The load times don't bother me so much. Um, it was the beaver thing that was happening. Mm-hmm. Every like Anytime I loaded in on PC, I get beavered. I played PC with um, Man at Arms a few times on stream, and there were a few games where I would load into the same match with them four times because I got kicked four times from the match. Oh, wow. So I'm 
glad they're finally adjusting that. I haven't heard anybody's reports on how that's gone. I know that they did a hot fix on that with this last week, but oh, okay, so it was it was actually really seen. recent. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Cos or not Cosmo? DMG was talking about it the other day. Uh, what do you feel about the missions? I know we're not going to go into the story, but how do you feel about the rotating mission? Feels um, a lot like Shadowkeep to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never had a problem with rotating missions. Uh, you know, I think that the interference mission, I like what they're doing with it. Uh, again, with the... I, I will be honest, like... It didn't. It didn't. It wasn't a negative surprise, but it was a surprise nonetheless because I was, like I said, I've been kind of trying to keep track of the triumphs this time around, and I know, mm-hmm. like they were like, all right, you have to complete the. I think it was relic. You have to complete the relic pro, relic run of interference, and mm-hmm. so I knew it was a mm-hmm. weekly rotation. So I went ahead and I ran through it, but I took my time because I was like, okay, there's a mechanic that I have to be sure to get through, and. Lo and behold, it was the entire mission. Like you basically, if you yes. finish the mission, you finish the mechanic. Um, not knowing that going in made it kind of like I don't know. It, like I said, it's not. It wasn't a negative thing. It was just like a more of like a oh uh, at the end because I was like, okay, I finished the mission. Mm-hmm. Did I get the point? Like because I know with on on top of that with all right. the, with all the bugs that we've been having with triumphs. I was like, gosh, man, if I don't get this other, this one as well, that's going to be annoying. Um, but I mean, it, it's, I think other than that, which is, you know, kind of what you were saying earlier, I think it's just a, a matter of clarifying what we're looking for, uh, which mm-hmm. I think would, it's never going to be a bad thing to say. Um, I can say as far as a counterpoint I can see for it is that, by not making it super clear now this is a terrible counterpoint and i'm just going to make it mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. is it gives content creators something to teach that because content ta- creators yeah they do need something to teach in order to have content and gives them a chance to create something that is useful for the community that is the only thing that i can see that makes it well and it okay also, that some of the things are not as clear i would say the other thing is it also kind of forces you to uh to take your time through the event like you know yeah read the things that they put there yeah because how many people skip past those walls i don't know um have you looked at the dungeon at all i have not i i asked i asked the question so here here's the thing i asked so again from I'm I'm trying to stick with mechanics from a lore perspective. Yes, I have looked right. at the dungeon. I'm very fascinated by it. Um, also, with some of the new theories that have come out with the recent days and all that. Um, yeah. So, but from a mechanic standpoint, no, I have not. I have not looked at it just yet. I've been focusing on the stuff that I can like. I can reasonably complete. Um, mm-hmm. And so, when I when I first looked at it, I was like, okay, what what level do I need to be? to even you know kind of contemplate going into it i think it was you and orchid were like oh well you should be at least like uh 10 30 or 10 40 i was like okay mm-hmm. so until i get to 10 30 i'm at 10 28 right now um until i get to 10 30 i'm like all right i'm just i'm i'm not get, like i'm already trying to f- get other stuff out of the way so basically as soon as i hit that mark then i'm gonna start looking at okay what do i need to do to get through the dungeon because this will be the first 
Yeah, this will be the first in-game thing that I've run through since before Rise of Iron. The dungeon? Yep. This dungeon? You you never did Shattered Throne? Uh, I got... uh, Potato took me through Shattered Throne, I guess, technically. Yeah. I mean, I don't, okay, I don't consider, that- I don't consider that a raid run because we we basically got carried through. It was like, Jay, go right. here, pins, go there, watch out for that jump, pins. Wait five minutes. Okay, <laughs> we made it. I mean, wait, watch out for that jump, pins. I mean, poor guy. Yeah, it is that one is a so jumping bad, puzzle nightmare. <laughs> He had to leave and come back in. It was so. Oh my gosh, that was that was a that was a rough one. Um, like so. So, but I mean, like actually running a raid or actually running an in-game like thing, I haven't done that. I haven't had the interest to do it uh, since yeah. since well before Rise of Iron. I mean, I haven't. I never even ran Wrath of the Machine to be completely honest. Sure, I read about it and I a knew lot of people lore, didn't run, but like yeah. from a mechanic standpoint, like I, it was Rise of Iron was a rough patch for me with regards to mechanics in destiny and so um yeah then like when destiny 2 dropped it was just kind of like eh like i i got through it and i got through the campaign and then i did like yeah just i never did any of the i never did any of the raids other than shattered throne and like i said i've done that once and that and that's still just a dungeon. That's still just a three. Oh no, man. sorry. Yeah, Shattered but, Throne. Yeah, sorry, sorry. No, I'm talking. Um, what's the raid? But it's f- Last Wish. Yes, that one. Shattered Throne. I yeah. yeah. So, okay, I guess I guess technically Shattered Throne would be a dungeon. See, I don't even consider yes. that really a. Uh, whatever. Okay. Because by the so time, so the reason why it's a dungeon is it's a three man event versus a f- six man event. Got it. Okay. So I've gone into the dungeon. I love the light dark mechanic. So what happens in the first room, since Blue, you really haven't gone and looked at it, is you are in this looks kind of like a sewer tunnel, like a really nice sewer tunnel. It's clean and everything. <laughs> but there are different tunnels, way little to, pathways that Uh huh. Yeah, it's real clean. It doesn't smell bad. It's great. Um <laughs> it's true it even has like opening like what are they called sewer not the sewer grates like the things that the ninja runoff, turtles go down no no well i mean that's there too oh, but no, like you're talking about the manhole covers the manhole covers there we go it has giant manhole <laughs> covers that you have to open up and the way you open them up is by putting out both the light Chats. Table the nine and does the not appreciate dark your table. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, they anyway. So in order to you had to collect modes of light and modes of dark to put out the little tables. In order to get modes of light, you have to stand in the light mm. and kill the knights. Oh, okay. Yeah. In order to get the dark okay. modes, you have to stand in the shadowed areas and kill the knights if you accidentally stand in one that you're not supposed to stand in you will not get the correct kinds of moats the other thing is is if you have one kind of moat and you pick up a different kind of moat it will pick up it'll change your moats into the other one oh so it's like a destiny uh, version of so, othello or othello or whatever that yes. whatever that game is yeah basically so that that's interesting it's fun um I you can go in theoretically right now if you're I did it at ten twenty solo 
for a little while just to see if I could. And I could open up the first two rooms pretty easily that way. It is a lot of maneuvering because there are cursed thrall, or not cursed thrall, um, taken thrall that will wreck your day. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, it's actually a pretty simple mechanic to build in. And then, of course, part two is crazy. And then part three is even crazy, crazier. I have not actually done part three yet. I've seen part two. It, I've not figured out a strategy yet because I really haven't gotten into it with anybody else. But I like the concept that you have to utilize both light and dark in it. And I think that's really cool. Well, and I think like that's anyway. the theme, you know, obviously, <clears throat> that they're building towards from a... I don't know if that's a good place to kind of start wrapping up. I don't know how long we've been talking. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I think. that's that's where a lot of the storytelling is also pointing is using both mm-hmm. sides. Um, you know, I know that's a that's an interesting direction, I will say. Um, not necessarily a surprising direction, but an interesting one. Yep, I agree. I agree, I agree. I like the mechanic changes they've changed so far. Um, I know that trials is still going to be a contentious thing. Well, they, and I saw some people did a complaining about that, that today. Right? They're now you're now uh, required to do like what was it? You're required yeah. to do like quite a bit to even get in. Yeah, which I I'm like I don't. I mean, you had to do the same stuff to get into a raid. So to right. to me, I so guess it, I'm not. I wasn't super surprised. Because it's, well, it's the reason you know why they're doing it. Oh no, I like I understand why they're doing it, but I guess my my response to that is it's an in-game material. Of course, you have to do. Yeah, you have to jump through hoops. Like that's right. the definite in, that, just, in my world. That is the definition of in-game material. I have to jump through hoops to get. Yeah. It. Yeah, and I think that's I think it's fair that they changed it in that way, so you're not getting people who are completely cheating the system Mm -hmm. to get multiple drops that way but i do find some of the things with the trials changeover to be a little heavy-handed but i'm glad that it should help cut down on the cheating that was going on rampantly especially on the pc side and i really am glad that it will cut down on the first three level farming yeah that was happening making it flipping impossible for anybody to actually do well anyway that is the last that i wanted to talk about for the mechanic side of the episode so if we'd like to flip over to side b (laughs) flip over to side style um well i mean do you want to do shout outs real quick for intro i know i can imagine i know your shout out but if you want to... Do you know my shout-out? I don't know. No. I like to say that I do, it's but a, I don't. It's a mystery. I mean, it's somebody's birthday today. It's not my birthday today. And by the time this... by No, it's not your birthday today. <laughs> by the time this comes out, it's going to be way past her birthday, but she's she might actually hear it. She might not. I Are know somebody's on here. Are you going to get in trouble for saying it. this person's birthday? I mean... Because I saw. She's scary. She's scary anyway. (laughs) Um, So Raz's birthday is today. Raz, a good friend of mine, my fire team mate. And she's turning. Here's where she's going to kill me. She's turning 37 today. And I'm in trouble. But. uh, I'm dead. 
Yeah. Shout out to, shout out to that and shout out to Bungie for being so quick on the draw for creating a Black Lives Matter oh, charity Oh man, pen. and it looks amazing. Like it, it looks It does look oh, really good. It looks so it good. It looks really really good. That one goes on sale on Tuesday. Yeah, which I will Which would be the 23rd. Yep, and I'm going to be in a car, so I'm going to probably be bugging somebody to try to get me one cuz I I really like that. I really like the design on it. And not to mention, mm-hmm. not to, ma- yeah, not to mention what it's like, what it stands for, but like the, right. it's just, uh, there's, there's like so many, so many good things about that particular thing that they did. Um, also really, I mean, yes. transitioning to my shout outs, I guess, um, really mm-hmm. big shout out to Bungie and I think it was advanced, advanced GG, advanced gamer. Like, I don't even know what it is. Advanced GG for their quick reaction it, on the thing that we were talking about at the beginning of the episode yep. that has like i i i can't tell you like how much respect it it gives when you see and the ceo the ceo of advanced gg was the one who weighed in on it like it it, right. it was it was pretty impressive watching that and i think oh god what was the other there what was the other um sponsor that weighed in with the whole situation i just blank it uh player player one coffee i think is the one but like those and bungie like i it just i don't know like whenever a company like that sees something that has been done that they have you know taken a problem with or they they have an issue with and they actually stand and they put their money where their mouth is because to be honest to and to be blunt that is what sponsorships are is they're putting yep. their mouth money where their mouth is um that makes me actually want to do business with them and i and i loved when i was seeing when i was watching this whole thing there were so many opportunities for twitter and for the destiny community as a whole to do- devolve into just like a cesspool of of shouting matches and really honestly there there were a few i mean it's twitter so i'm not really surprised mm-hmm. there but it was it was more so it was just unquestionable you know support and comforting those who were coming out and speaking about their experiences and that's really i mean a huge shout out to this community again for for showing not only is this also during the time that we're you know giving money to St. Jude because holy hell has they're gonna they're i mean we aren't having guardian con the convention this year and they're still going to be doing a very good job for saint jude yes um also we get a toaster yeah i need to go back and watch the archive because apparently i missed a really really entertaining stream i was actually in the middle of yeah, stuff. so Bungie had to raise $777,777.77 in their stream. They did it in 10 minutes. Yeah, it, I, I saw that tweet, and I was blown away. Like, it was... Yeah. Uh, I think DMG because and Cosmo did are getting it. matching tattoos, yeah. I think, is the other thing that's yes. happening. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is hilarious, because I don't think Cosmo has many tattoo- tattoos. I know DMG does. DMG did a tattoo a couple years ago. Was it the bread one? But Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's great. They're going to be doing a Destiny toaster <laughs> to 
for the bungee store, which there have been plenty of submissions for what this should look like. I can only imagine. I can. Yeah. It's great. Now, as far as like a charity charity type call out, Bungie has done a really good job of that in the community in general. Like there's a, another stream that's actually in the making right now for a um raising money for Black Lives Matter. Nice. That's happening. They're going they're getting ready to start streaming that. Ne- I think next week is when that starts up. And so there's a lot of giving in the hearts of the community and a lot of just good people and the thing that i love is that no one is going to fault you if you cannot give monetarily to something a lot of it is just also getting the word out creating awareness Mm -hmm. and that is another thing our community does very very well so good on you keep it up keep being you keep being awesome and we should roll out autobots no wrong one (laughs) I mean, that's what I that's what I was referencing. So good job. Well, as always, thank you for your time. And until next time, remember, with wisdom, we conquer, stand strong, stand tall and keep exploring. With that, we'll begin to wrap the chat up. Thank you again to those over on Twitch for coming to spend your evening with us. If you'd like to join us for the live streaming of the episodes, please be sure to give us a follow over on twitch.tv slash focusedfirechat. Links to all our episode archives can be found at www.thelorenetwork.com. Please be sure to email us at focusfirechat at gmail.com with any comments and or questions for the team concerning the podcast. And let us know how we're doing by giving us some feedback and a rating over on iTunes as well. So until next time, focus your fire and may your light shine bright.